Hey guys, I'm Sage, and this is the Iconic Dollcast. On this podcast, I'll be talking about iconic dolls and their cultural impact over time. As a longtime doll collector, I thought it would be interesting to go back and research all about the dolls that I had growing up. This includes everything from Barbie to Britney, all the way to American Girls, and so much more. I specialize in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll. If you haven't yet, give me a follow on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and Twitter, B Spears Dolls. You can also follow the official podcast Instagram, Iconic Dollcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Iconic Dollcast. My name is Sage, your host. We are back with another episode all about dolls. As I said on my last episode, this month is all about Barbie. We have the Barbie movie coming out July 21st. And my last episode, I talked with one of my best friends, Andrea, aka Trish. We talked all about growing up with Barbie and what an impact she had on our lives. And today, we're going to get into some of Barbie's friends. And so my first guest today is Laura, and she runs the Instagram account MidgeFan73. And you guessed it, we're going to be talking about Barbie's original best friend, Midge, who is super iconic and also like super underrated, I feel. So I'm really excited for that. And then afterwards, I'm going to be talking with Henry, who runs the Instagram account Wonderful World of Alan. And we're going to be talking about Midge's boyfriend, Alan. And you've got to check out Henry's page. He does all this amazing photography and scenery and all this cool stuff with an Alan doll. And I feel like Alan is also really underrated and a lot of people don't know who he is, kind of like Midge. And both of them are appearing in the Barbie movie and I'm super excited to see what they do with them. But yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to get into a little bit of Barbie's friends. I have a couple more episodes coming out this month talking about Barbie and her friends and the movie, and you're definitely going to want to stick around for that. I'm super excited. But before we get into my interviews, please make sure you follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls or Iconic Dollcast. And please, if you're enjoying the show, leave me a five-star review. It really helps get my podcast out there. And also, I wanted to mention, if you are a listener and you are interested in maybe talking with me about dolls, it could be a specific doll line or just doll collecting in general, please reach out to me. You can reach me on Instagram or email me at IconicDollcast at gmail.com, and I would love to have you on the show. So, Without further ado, today's episode is all about Midge and her boyfriend, Alan, and here's my first interview with Laura. Today, I have Laura on the show, and Laura runs a really wonderful Instagram account all about Barbie's original best friend, Midge. You can find her on Instagram at MidgeFan73. So, Laura, before we get into Barbie's wonderful best friend, Midge, give us a little background on yourself. Okay. Well, my name is Laura. I've been collecting dolls since I was three, literally like my entire life. My favorite was always Barbie. My first Barbie I got when I was three going, we were going on a camping trip and we stopped at a Kmart. And of course I always go to the toy aisle. (laughs) It's always my first stop. And apparently I kicked and screamed for fashion photo Barbie. 
And I got her. <laughs> my mother tells me that's, I don't remember this, but my mother said, that's how I got that doll. She's my first doll. And um, she has a big slit across her face because she had ended up in our toy chest and she got like all smashed, but I loved her. And so um, I would play with her and pretend she'd been in a really bad car accident. So that was my first Barbie. <laughs> but I've always collected dolls. I've loved dolls since I was little. My whole house is everywhere you look is dolls. Uh, but Barbie is my favorite. And I have a special love for her best friend Midge. Yes, and you know what? We all had that one doll who looked like she went through a little bit. <laughs> you know, so yes. to- totally understand with that. So that that's a, that's amazing to hear. I I also got my first doll when I was three. It was an Ariel doll, but I also oh. I also very quickly got into Barbie. But you said you you have a very strong passion for Midge. So listen, what's crazy is is I've collected Barbie all my life. I'm a '90s kid, and so I feel like I grew up really during. Barbie's peak like there was just hundreds of them being put out at a time and for some reason when I when I did my original Barbie episode I was revisiting all this stuff and I I realized like I was like who who is Midge and I I I was just kind of like flabbergasted that I didn't remember her because she was still I mean they were pushing out Midges in the 90s as well there's tons of them I mean I have to tell you right now my on my bucket list of dolls that I need to get is the mermaid jewel Midge I think she's beautiful she's just so expensive but she's on my list but I was like I don't really I don't really remember Midge and then you know I did my Barbie research and I was like okay so I I, kind of get her but I just feel like she's super underrated so how did how did Midge come about in in the whole Barbie scene well Midge came about in 1963 because there was such a a push about Barbie being like this bombshell that she was just sexualized and they needed somebody who could be a best friend a chum someone who was like the girl next door a little more relatable (laughs) and uh so midge came came about because of that because there was some pushback from from some parents who didn't think barbie was appropriate but little girls loved her didn't matter (laughs) right and so i think there's and and maybe it's just my own misconception but I, i feel like the first midge doll came out in like 1963 Yes. And, I, and I feel like there was a little bit of a misconception that some of those uh, bubble cut Barbies were also Midge, but they weren't, right? Like the original yeah. Midge is the the Midge, like this one. And I'll, I'll show this on my Instagram yeah. and everything. Okay. Because I, I, I've i just, I mean, sometimes, you know, I mean, I'm sure you do it too. We're all on eBay searching for stuff. And a lot of a lot of the time those bubble cut Barbies will come up as Midge. And I'm like, I, I don't think that's Midge though. Yeah. People get confused because... They use the Midge Barbie body on those dolls, so they would get they would get them confused at it because it says Midge on the back, so people would think they had a Midge. Very interesting. And so, yeah, the first Midge doll comes out in 1963, and like you said, they wanted to have a more appealing Barbie doll for you know kids, a younger audience, and you know she is definitely a lot softer than Barbie's. I mean, we all know the original Barbie face; it's very serious. It's very opposite of what Barbie is today and you know what she even became in in like the 70s and stuff and so the cool thing about Midge I mean there's several cool things but one of the very um like marketing wise very smart things that Mattel did was they made sure that Midge could fit into all of Barbie's clothes so I mean, nowadays, if you want to get a new Barbie, they still do like fashion packs and stuff. But I mean, I'm, I'm just going to use the Britney Spears doll as an example, <laughs> just because that is my my niche. When you wanted to get a new outfit for the Britney Spears doll, you had to buy a completely new doll. But with oh. Midge, it, she was pretty successful because you could just buy one Midge and one Barbie and then you could buy all these fashion packs and they kind of all fit into the same 
the same clothing. But something that I find interesting is that they did, you know, they did make Midge look a little bit younger and all that stuff. So I just don't feel like the fashions really went with her that well. I don't know what your opinion is on that. What do you think? She's interesting because the very first Midge is that came. I don't know if you've ever seen the very first. Have you seen the original Midge? I'm sure I have. She's got like wonky eyes and she's got teeth. And so she's she's really interesting because they would hand paint them. So um, I probably have about a dozen of the very first Midge and they're all so different looking, which is really cool. Like they're just they all look different because the artists who were painting them or doing them would put their own their own little details into them, And um, their hair is a little shorter, a little curlier. Um, The eyes are different, but like they'd have this wonky eye look to them and the teeth. So they were really goofy looking. So I don't think those first midges were all that appealing. And then they came out with the second midge. Um, They kind of uh, revamped her and made her look a little, a little more streamlined. So she didn't look quite so goofy. And they changed the box, too, because the original box, uh, Midge has a blue headband on. So if you're ever looking for the very first Midge box, it has the blue headband. Um, mm-hmm. the, the next one, they changed it and they got rid of that headband. So um, so she is that that very early one is kind of kind of goofy. And definitely <laughs> you're like, Barbie's hanging out with her. No. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, that is that is definitely my first when I was re I mean, I've always been a Barbie fan. But when I decided to do this podcast, I really went back and researched her and I was looking. So, yes, I have seen the, the original Midge. And that's actually on my notes to talk to you about is that. I know they were hand painted and unfortunately some of them do look very goofy. Like, so, I mean, and, and I get it cause it's hand painting and that's very difficult. But uh, I mean, if you're looking for original midge doll, some of them look, I mean, cross-eyed, some of them so have a one eye is bigger than the other. <laughs> I feel like her hair is all over the place. And even still, I mean, right here, I have the reproduction of midge that they put out this year. And I was so uh-huh. disappointed because Usually I don't have many negative critiques about Mattel creations. I think they do a pretty good job with their reproductions, but mm-hmm. her her hair is a, is a, a freaking mess. And so I just I just haven't had time to get it get it back in place and everything, but I mean obviously she did have the they they resculpted the later model of her, but even still like her eyes are a little bit it, it I don't know that it translates so well onto onto the dolls maybe as well as they thought. <laughs> mine came out i don't know i ha- i bought three of them i only opened one so i didn't even look at the other two but i know as soon as i posted her i was getting oh she you got a good one that's what i was hearing so i know people weren't happy but the one i posted apparently is one of the better ones <laughs> that's so interesting yeah but yeah anyway so you know barbie now has this this best friend midge some of her dolls look a little wonky and um i i think it's cool that they also kind of followed in the barbie footsteps with the fact that they put midge out in different hair colors can you talk about that a little bit sure yeah um so she she came out she had um Tishin, which was the redhead there's the blonde and then the brunette, and they each had um, their own bathing suit colors. So uh, the blonde has like two shades of blue, a top and a bottom. Um, the Titian has the yellow and the orange bathing suit. And then the brunette has an like an orange red color and a pink on their bathing suit. So they kind of had their own, each one had their own look, their own bathing suit. <laughs> Very interesting. And did they ever, you know, uh, uh, switch it up for them? Like, were some of them, did some of them come in one, like, different colors? Like, or were they strictly, like, this This bathing suit is for that, the brunette, or or the redhead, or the blonde? 
As far as I know, they came with their own swimsuit. But what's interesting is on the box, like if you look on the box, they have they have the redhead in the blue bathing suit, which the blonde wore. So I don't know if they had originally planned to put her in that or if the artist took liberty when he painted the boxes. But um, yeah, you know, that's the that's the the weird thing is she's wearing the other doll's swimsuit on the box. But I don't know of any that came like um, came that way that came with another doll's swimsuit on. I think they all pretty much stayed to the same color. There's their color. <laughs> and then, so this is going to seem like a, like a random question. Cause I honestly don't know the answer and I, I don't know if you will either, but when these dolls came out, obviously their boxes, it's, it's not like the Barbie I had where you could like see the actual doll when you purchased it was, were you able to, were people able to open those before they purchased the doll to check her out? Or was it kind of like you have to wait till you buy it and it's a surprise? You know, I don't know, honestly. Um, you know, they would have a display set up and then the dolls would be, you know, I don't know if they were behind the box or not, but um, they weren't sealed. So you probably could just look, you know, open it up and look inside and then just close it back up if you didn't want it, I would think. But I don't know for sure because I wasn't around then. <laughs> I'm not that old, so I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I was just curious because, I mean, I think as a doll collector, I think, I mean, I know that companies are really trying to go into the more, you know, eco-friendly route of things. So yeah. like Disney store is a good example of it. You can't really look at your dolls before you buy them anymore. Or, I mean, and now that the Disney store is so obsolete, like you, you also have to order them online and you don't really know what you were getting. And I, I, I was just curious because like, as we said, you know, <laughs> With these early Midge dolls, you didn't really know what you were going to get. <laughs> so I, I, I just, I'm, I, I'm, I was just curious if you knew if people were able to look at them or not yeah, before I've, they purchased it. I've never heard if people opened it. I would assume they could, but I don't know for sure. That's a good question. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> Another cool thing about Midge is obviously she had tons of accessories. She could wear anything Barbie wore, but she also, they also released several Midge dolls with different fashion packs, which kind of steered away from Barbie where it was like, most people just had one Barbie, right? And then a bunch yeah. of clothes. But when the Midge doll came out, they did come out with several different versions of her in, with the doll and new clothing, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. In later years, they did. Yeah. She had her own, um, she had her own clothes for the ha uh, Happy Family line and the wedding line had her own clothes. So those two dolls that have totally separate clothes that are, are fashioned separate from Barbie. <laughs> Yes, very cool. And then, so I guess in 1964, Midge got her own boyfriend named Alan. And yeah. I, I, I'm trying to work on a, an episode about Alan, but oh, just, great. Can, can you give me a little synopsis of Alan? What's his deal? Sure. Well, Alan came about because Ken needed a buddy and little girls would write into the fan club saying, can you please get Bar you know, a get, get a friend for, well, it was a friend. She needed a friend. Barbie needed a friend. Then Barbie needed a boyfriend. And then of course the boyfriend needed a friend. <laughs> so Alan came about to increase the play value. So you could, you could do things with him. And what's interesting is his storyline is all laid out in the random house um, books the mm -hmm. uh, they were the old books in the 60s and that's where midge gets her storyline too from and um midge and alan they actually met in history class and midge had a big crush on him and he was on the debate team and she thought he was so smart and she didn't know how to talk to him and um they ended up on the debate team together and they would just butt heads all the time and barbie kept telling her to you know just be cool you know you can just talk to him just talk to him and she didn't know what to say to him and uh, so it's really funny when you read those early storylines about her and Alan, but she ended up on the debate team. And in the stories, 
Midge is a big talker. Like she never stops talking. And she also tends to exaggerate things, not always tell the truth. <laughs> so there's a story about them going camping and uh, Midge tells everyone that she's an expert camper, that her family used to go camping all the time. When in reality, I think she said she'd really been maybe once if that. <laughs> and so they end up, her and Barbie end up getting lost and Ken and Alan have to come back and find them. And of course, like she's brought like these big bottles of soda with her, all this stuff that you would not take camping or not take hiking. It was a hiking trip. So it's just kind of funny, like the way that they set up Midge to be kind of this goofy kind of sidekick to, to Barbie, like not like Barbie who had it all together was sophisticated. And then there was Midge. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. But yeah, her and Alan met in school and um, they met in history class and they were uh, on the debate team together. So it's kind of funny and fun to read those little stories. Yeah, that's amazing. That's one of the greatest things about Barbie's backstory is that there are these books that were released in the 60s that kind of gave kids a backstory. And that's how, you know, you develop your play and you use your imagination. But it's also, you know, I mean, be they wanted kids to use their imagination, be creative, but it's also like, it's so nice for them to have something to base that off of. So I, I yes. always thought that those stories released were not only beneficial for the brand, but also for kids who are playing with the dolls. So I love yes. that. And I did not know that about Midge. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Now, when did, okay. So Midge came out in 1963 and then I know that they kind of, she kind of wore off after a little bit yeah. and they kind of she, replaced her with some new best friends. Well, that's at, the end of the um the six when the mod era kind of came into play that's when uh midge kind of disappeared she they actually used her head mold to make uh pj so was it walking pj talking pj walking pj the first pj they used her head mold for and um that was in 69 i believe so um so midge was gone from that year, they, you know, I think you probably could still find her in the store. She's probably still sitting around, <laughs> but like they weren't making more midges. They had made her, um, you know, they had made the, the Ben leg midge. They had made, uh, the, um, what's the other one, the wig, the wig wardrobe mm -hmm. midge. And, uh, and then in Japan, they had a whole different midge. So they had had different variations of her. And then when the mod era came, she just didn't fit in, you know, cause she was so, so 60s, like that, that look, that earlier 60s, you know, that not mod. <laughs> yeah. So she kind of went away and then PJ kind of came in and took her place and they used that midge head mold for the original P PJ. Right. And then PJ did end up getting her own face mold, correct? Or yeah. Well, okay. she, yeah, they changed her. She was using the Steffi mold when, when I was a kid, she had the Steffi mold, um, I have to really think. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, no worries. I mean, Barbie has so many friends. It's so hard to keep up with all of it. And and face molds between all of them. It's just like, I don't know how anyone could keep up with that. So Midge, she goes, she was kind of archived. We'll, we'll say archived. And then she was brought, when did she come back? She came back in 87, 88 with the California line and then the California dream line. That, that was when she first came back. And I remember being so excited because when I was little, my friend had a, she had a midge doll, a vintage midge that she had gotten, I think from her, her aunt. And, um, I wanted one and I would ask my mom because this doll had red hair and freckles and my Barbies were the blonde army. I mean, that's all, you know, most of them were blonde except for I had Christy, you know, and she, she had her dark hair, but it's like, as far as 
the the dolls i wanted a redhead you know i wanted one that looked like me all my my dolls didn't look like me except for a strawberry shortcake so <laughs> i had you know i didn't have a doll in the barbie world that looked like me and my mom didn't know where to get a midge doll and of course they didn't sell them you know at that point so by the time she came out i was in junior high but like i said i i've always had dolls in my life i didn't care that people were you know would think that i was too old i was still buying barbies so i was so excited i still remember the day i saw that doll um at a KB Toys. And I was like, oh my God, there's Midge. I have to have her, you know, and I was so excited. And it was the California line that had come out. So um, I remember that getting that one. And I remember getting Cool Times. So they had come out in the late 80s. They had come back with Midge. And then she continued throughout the 90s um, until uh, about 99. I think there may may have been like one year that she wasn't in the line, but she was pretty much constant from that point on. Right. And like I said earlier, I'm a 90s kid. I re- I, I didn't remember Midge, but like looking looking back now, I'm like, Duh. I mean, she literally, they, they had Midge for almost everything they had, you know. I mean, like I said, the jewel hair mermaid Midge, who is absolutely stunning, probably one of the prettiest dolls I've ever seen. Yeah, I just, I just can't, I can't afford her. <laughs> but like they also had like the hot and skate, hot skate, rollerblade skating yeah. Midge. And I mean, tons of Midges. And then I, I just I just was so surprised that I I don't know how I didn't remember her because I remember Teresa I remembered Christy and like Midge was definitely definitely a part of that when I was growing up so I don't know if just my area was <laughs> didn't really care for Midge or what because I was like who like what I just, I just I couldn't believe it but now now I'm up to date and I'm like dang I missed out because yeah that that mermaid Midge especially to me is just so beautiful yeah. but. You kind of mentioned it earlier. So Midge did have a very, very controversial moment with the, what what was it called? Family? Uh, happy Family. Happy Family. <laughs> happy Family, yeah. Midge. So happy this is, what, what year did that occur in? They came out in 2002. Okay. And um, I remember when she came out, I was just so excited for her because what had happened was when they had the wedding dolls out in the 90s, they had the wedding set, um, the beautiful box set that has Midge Allen Barbie, Ken, and then um, it was Kelly and Todd as the ring bearer, mm-hmm. the, the uh, flower girl. And on the back of that box, there was a little picture, and it told you that to be on the lookout, uh, Midge and Alan with twins was going to be coming out. And I remember I was so excited, and it never came out. I was so bummed. They never made it. So the Happy Family line came out, and it seemed like they were finally going to you know, continue that storyline that had been, you know, out like 10 years before. So that was exciting. And um, I really loved the dolls and they, they really weren't discontinued. Like, I mean, obviously they, at some point they were done, but they weren't, they were on the shelves. The only problem I can recall that they had was at Walmart. Walmart was up in arms because the dolls didn't have a wedding ring. So if you get a a set today that has the wedding ring, it came from Walmart. The other dolls didn't have the wedding ring. So that's really the only real controversy. You know, I've been hearing all this stuff and I've been reading these articles that are all wrong about, you know, Midge, the pregnant Midge. She was on the shelves. As a matter of fact, they had three versions of her after um, that first one. She came out in, what's the other one? She had, they had another pregnant Midge. And then there was a a third one where she's wearing a denim dress and she came also with that belly. So the fact that they're saying that they took her off the shelves, they didn't. And if they did, it was at Walmart because they didn't like that. She didn't have a wedding ring. on. (laughs) So that's really the only place that she 
ended up being pulled from was at Walmart stores. She was still on the shelves. You know, I was buying them. So they were there. <laughs> she wasn't discontinued. And that line lasted for a long time. That was like on the shelves in different variations for at least three years, if not four years. When you go back and research Barbie controversial moments, this is one of the big ones. And I, first of all, I don't, I really don't understand it. I don't agree with it. I don't think there was anything. I don't think there was any malintention with that doll. And like, I'm sorry, she did get married technically with, you know, the wedding set and everything. And she also like, they weren't marketing her as a teen girl anymore. Right. And for people to be just so up in arms. And you know what? I actually do think I remember someone reading something where it specified that Walmart was the ones who pulled it off the shelves. But if you go back and look, uh, you know, read, do your research, look at articles. There are a ton out there that just make it sound like this was like the biggest, biggest controversy. One of the biggest controversies in Barbie's history. And it was so bad and parents hated it. And I just, I mean, I never understood it because I just, I feel like it's like the whole point of, having Barbies is learning how to play and use your imagination and be creative. And I'm sorry, but having babies is realistic. And I mean, I think kids would have ate that up. Like how exciting, you know? So I, I never understood why it was such a, such a big deal for Midge or I mean, any Barbie really to, I mean, I just don't understand why it got so much heat because I, I don't think there was any bad intentions in that at all. And and like I said, looking back, I don't think there was really, maybe there were some articles, but um, it really wasn't because the doll, that line was out for a long time and it it was successful. They had the the house, they had the car, all those play sets, all the, they had the grandma and the grandpa, the neighbors, uh, the nurse. There was a whole, that was a whole world. I love that set. That's one of my favorite things in the whole of Barbie, (laughs) that, that whole collection. But I do remember Walmart, when they put them back out, they had, um, they had Allen behind her, a cardboard Allen stuck in the box behind her. So they had wedding rings and they now had like a cardboard of the other spouse <laughs> in the right. box. That was the thing that was different, but they don't, they still sold them. They just changed the packaging. That's all it was. So like this whole thing about, oh, she was discontinued. It's not true. She wasn't discontinued. And like I said, they came out with another pregnant one. I'm trying to, my brain is not working. There's another happy family set that was after that one that had um, pregnant Midge. And then there's a third one that was out. I think that was a Coles exclusive that was in a denim skirt um or a denim dress and she's also pregnant so the fact like saying that oh they had to take it off the shelves no as far as i remember that was just walmart's thing that was walmart up in arms about you know their nonsense because they're walmart (laughs) yeah not not surprising (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so that whole thing yeah i don't i'm not buying that whole that it was all a mess because it wasn't they were on the shelves for a long time trust me i used to go to toy stores every day (laughs) i know what was out there you know and i love that line so much and i remember it was so hard to find the uh, neighbors. They were the hardest thing to get, you know, and that house was out. And I remember it was gone. Like I remember seeing it like just one time. I didn't buy it for many years, but when it was out, I remember seeing it one time and I was like, oh my gosh, who are these? Because it didn't say like, you know, neighbors. And I was like, who are these people? You know, are they part of Barbie's world? What is this? And um, so that was really interesting. But um but yeah, I don't think it's the big controversy that they're trying to make it out to be right now. But, you know, 
<laughs> it is what it is. And as you know, I mean, with yeah. Barbie, Barbie, people just love to point out any negativity they can. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> a big thing I talk about on the show is that it's so disappointing and disheartening to me because I feel like a lot of the people that give Barbie bad press or the the negative attention it's like you guys are completely ignoring Barbie's whole purpose, which is to teach kids how to be whatever they want to be and do whatever right. they want to do. And how how are you not recognizing what, what an important learning tool this actually is? And, you know, I get yeah. it. You can get into, I mean, not even today you can't because now you can get Barbie in every shape and size and any kind of Barbie you want. They probably have it for you. And, you know, it took Mattel a while to get there. But it's like they're there now. But I, especially, you know, in my day, it's like all these people just completely ignored the fact that, you know, they just focused on the negative and never really talked about like, OK, well, how how is this actually a positive thing? Do you yeah. know what I mean? They never oh, can I never want to talk about that. And it's yeah. ridiculous. So back to Midge, what would you <laughs> say your favorite Midge doll of all time is? Uh, my favorite midge of all time is probably my Japanese pink silhouette box midge. Whoa. She's my favorite. <laughs> you're you're going to have to send me pictures of that so we can, so I, I can, we can post her. it. Yeah, show me. I would love to see her. <laughs> she's behind me. Um, but she's my, the Japanese midge was a holy grail for a long time. I have three of them. And this was my third one that I had bought. And she's just, I mean, you can, this is like, I love these, the pink silhouette yeah. box. You know, and she's as, as much as a number one was. So she's pretty, I mean, you can see how amazing she is. She has her wigs and her, her Japanese booklet. And these would have been like sent to the toy stores for display. So you would put it out on display. And so it's like the fact that these boxes are still around is amazing because most toy stores just chucked them. They put the doll out, you know, on display. They weren't for sale. They were just for display purposes. So I just love, <laughs> I love this one. She's probably my absolute favorite. And then I think out of regular, like the regular line, um, probably Surf City is my favorite because she's the one I use as my mini me. Um, and I just think she has such a pretty face. I just love Surf City Midge. I love that. And, you know, I also love how Barbie did, they did cater to the international audience as well. Mm -hmm, yeah. Obviously Barbie is a worldwide phenomenon. Okay. Let's, let's not get confused there, but I do love how they did like exclusives, you know, Japanese exclusives, yeah. European exclusive. I, it just, for collectors, that's just, you know, everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the one thing I always talk about Barbie wise with people on the show is like the coolest thing is like, if you're a Barbie collector, you could be a Barbie collector forever. You'll oh, never, yeah. you'll, I mean, you'll <laughs> never get, you'll never get them all, but right. like, you'll be on a quest your whole life. And that's really fun. You know, yeah. like, I love yeah. that. So when, when was the last Midge doll released? She's, she's not really around anymore. Like, aside well, they, from like the reproductions and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they did. Well, they, that year, this year for her 60th, they made, um, the Silkstone. So that one was special. Um, before that, was it 2014, 2013? It's been a few years since they had put her in the line. They did um they did include her in the style line. Um not it's not the Barbie style line that we think of today. Do you remember this line? Yes. I mean her hair shouldn't look like this. This was a mess from convention one year when I took a workshop and then my friend Matthew fixed it for me. <laughs> so so this is not what her hair her hair should be down. But this doll, I think she was one of the last times they used um the like put Midge on the like name Midge on a box. Um, I think they were called style, but I'm trying to remember 
look style style look dolls. It's something like that. And I know that 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 doll in particular is pretty, pretty pricey. You can't, you can't get her for cheap. So that's understandable. And then are there any midge dolls or, you know, fashions that you don't have in your collection that you really want? Um, not real. Well, I would love to have smidge of midge. (laughs) Did you ever see that? No. It was um, in the Barbie vlog a few years ago. And it's so funny. Like it's all in black and white. Well, Midge is in black and white. She shows up at the house and she's at Barbie's house and she's talking to Barbie and um, she, Barbie's like talking to her, but Barbie's modern. So Midge is in her black and white in her old, you know, old fashioned outfits from the sixties. And they ended up doing a makeover for her. So, so she does this whole makeover, but the smidge of Midge was all in black and white. And I wish they had released that doll. I would have loved to have had that smidge of Midge dolls. She, she's really cool. You should look it up on YouTube. It's um, just like Midge of Midge. <laughs> yeah. Now that you're saying that, I do think I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. I would love to have that. And I do have, I have a dress box midge, which is really cool. And she's the only one I've ever seen. And I would love to find another dress box midge. Um, if I ever saw one, I would, you know, I would pay the money for her, but I do have one and I just love her. Um, she's wearing orange blossom and, um, that may be the only time that she came as a dress box doll. I don't know for sure. That's the only one I know of. Um, but she's another, like they would give to the store, you know, with, I love dress box dolls for that reason. Cause they're so hard to find and, mm-hmm. you know, to find them in good condition is really rare. So, um, the fact I have that one also is like, she's just a Holy grail special doll in my collection. So I, I love those. So if I found another dress box midge, I would love that. I do have one European thing I would love is the, the midge house from Europe. It's small, mm. it's small and European, <laughs> unlike <laughs> the, the happy family house we have here, but it's really cute and it's hard to find. So I would like to find that one day, the, the European version of their house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love, I love the international market stuff. It's so cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any of it personally, but I love it. Do you, do you have the mermaid one that I've been talking yes, about? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I have the Barbie version of that. You know, I'll probably just buy her after, yeah. <laughs> after I this. Haven't, I, I haven't seen the prices these days, so I don't know. I bought her back in the 90s, of course. So so I've had her for a long time. <laughs> she's she's a lot a lot more pricey than the Barbie wow. version. That's for sure. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, let's talk about Barbie really quick. Cause you all, I assume you also collect many Barbies. Oh yes. I have thousands and I'm not uh, kidding. <laughs> amazing. I would love to see your collection someday. <laughs> I love that. Oh. Who's your, who's your favorite? What's your favorite Barbie era? Uh, well, I have two. Cause I really, I grew up in the superstar era and I just treasure that time. So I don't necessarily buy them unless like if there's something I wanted as a kid, I'll buy it. But I had a lot of Barbies growing up. So like, I just love that. And my friends, Angela and Mickey and I would, we played Barbies every day. Um, you know, we used to like, just come up with the craziest storylines. We would have like soap opera lives for our dolls. And, you know, I had the, I had the uh, A-frame. I still have it. I'm not saying had nothing. I still have everything I've ever owned, <laughs> but I had the A-frame and the, the motor home. We used to pretend they would drive on the land bridge to go to Hawaii. We had all these crazy ideas and we had the rockers. We would do concerts every weekend. It was just such a fun time. I loved day to night and crystal, um, and the peaches and cream was my favorite to play with. I just thought she was so beautiful. So that era really is such a personal era to me. Like that is my childhood right there. So I love that, that time. I love those dolls. And when I see them, I just get like this tingly, like excitement, like, you know, anything from that era, it makes me happy. 
So that I just uh, connected to my childhood with that. But what I love are vintage. I love the, the, the 1960s, the early stuff is stuff. I treasure. I collect the licensed products. I have so much of that early Barbie stuff. I love Mattel history and I love to talk about that early stuff. So that kind of stuff just gets me excited. I love all the, those things from the early years, from that the very early first part of the, like from 59 to 65, 67, that era. I love that stuff. I, I treasure that kind of stuff. So that's probably, it's a tie really between those two things. <laughs> it's funny you should say that because I just did an episode with my friend Andrea and we kind of came to terms with the fact that most people, if you if I ask them, what's your favorite Barbie era? And I have asked many people about this. It's always their childhood Barbie and the vintage Barbie because yeah. it's just it's just amazing. Do you have a number one Barbie? Just curious. I do. I do. What? I I do. And, um, I bought her, when did I get her about six years ago? She, is it six years now? Seven, six years. I'm trying to remember. She belonged to uh, a very good friend of mine, my friend, Ruth. Um, she passed away when she was 90 and this was her number one. And it just means so much to me that I have her doll in my collection. I always get a little Oh, it's you know, I looked for years and years for decades, really. I was always looking for them and looking at them. And I always think, oh, they're too much money. It's too much. When I when I was offered that doll, I was like, oh, I have to have it's Ruth's doll. I'm I want her in my collection. So that doll I treasure and she's she's in a very special place over there. I was <laughs> just gonna there, say, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's amazing. That's very special. I, I love that for you because I Thank mean, you. and it's just like, hello, Barbie can do so much. I mean, a lot of the Barbies I I will rebuy that, you know, I had when I was a kid, and you know, we've yeah. lost her along the way. A lot of them I'll get because it's like I I my grandma bought me this doll when oh, I was a kid yeah. and, and my grandma is still with us so oh, which is good. very nice yeah. but just very special memories of hunting for Barbies with my yeah. grandma and or or her coming home with a new Barbie for me so it's just it's just amazing oh. how many memories aside from just play and stuff it's just right. there's so many things that Barbie has done for people and so yeah. many memories and she's she's just incredible best doll ever yeah <laughs> to I agree. Be <laughs> outside of the Barbie world are there any other dolls you're into um it's mostly Barbie I do have like I have some American Girl dolls um I recently bought a Trixie Mattel doll <laughs> um what else do I have I have um I have some Robert uh Tonner dolls that I you know I, I bought years ago um so I do have other dolls but I mean, it's mostly always been about Barbie. <laughs> I still have my childhood baby dolls, that kind of thing. But um, this is, I'm, my passion has always been for Barbie. So, <laughs> have you ever gone to any of the Barbie conventions? Yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. My 19th or 20th. I don't know what I've lost count. I think it's either 19 or 20 this year. I'm going in two weeks, three weeks. It's coming up very quick. So that's what I've been getting ready for the last couple of days, trying to get, make sure I have everything I need and everything together. My, my fashions for everything, you know? <laughs> oh gosh. That's amazing. I, I would love to go to one of those. Good. It's so fun. I'm sure <laughs> it together. looks fun. Yeah. So earlier we, you kind of briefly mentioned the Barbie movie is coming out. So yeah. I, I, and, and best of all, it looks like Midge is going to pregnant. Midge is going to be yeah. in the movie. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the movie? Like, what do you think, what do you think it's all about? Because I'm still kind of, I don't know. I feel like they've been very, like, very, very giving to all of us with the trailers. And then I had yeah. got some of the dolls already love it, but I feel like they haven't really fully ex like, you know, 
I, I don't really know what's going to happen in the movie. Yeah. So what, yeah. what are your thoughts on it? Are you excited? Very. Obviously. Very. <laughs> I have been waiting for this. I think it's been 10 years since someone told me that they were going to make a live action Barbie movie. I mean, I have been waiting for this forever. So I'm so excited and I love Margot Robbie. I can't wait to see her. And, you know, Ryan Gosling looks hilarious as Ken. I cannot wait to see this movie. So um, we're actually coming back. My friend Azusa and I are coming back early from convention. We changed our flight because we want to go down to Hollywood so we can go to the premiere. I mean, we can't get in, but we're going to go down so we can see them go on the pink carpet <laughs> yes. you know, entering. So we're hoping we get back in time and can go do that. Um, but no, I am so excited for this movie. I bought all the dolls. I ordered all the versions of the records. I'm like, Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, I have, <laughs> I've been busy collecting all the stuff for this movie. I cannot wait to see it and I hope it will be good. It better be good, <laughs> but I think it is. It's been, it's been getting a lot of hype, which, you know, you never know when they're, when they're hyping stuff, like what's going to happen, but I, I think it's going to be good. Um, I don't really know what it's about. I keep hearing like that Barbie's going on a, a journey, kind of like uh, the Wizard of Oz. That's what I've been hearing, like that she goes on a journey, find herself and, you know, learn about herself. Um, so we'll see. I hope I just I just can't wait to see it. I'm excited. I anticipate I'll probably be going to see it several times. And I haven't been in a movie theater since before the pandemic. So <laughs> it'll be it'll be fun to go back to the movies. And this one I'm really excited about. We'll see what ninjas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Well, I, I'm very excited for it too. I too, I never go to the movie theater. And so I just recently, I mean, The Little Mermaid just came out. And yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I gotta go see that. Apparently. I did a whole review about it, but I mean, they they really marketed it beforehand. They did a lot of hype, a lot of dolls, yeah. a lot of toys, a lot of stuff, and I bought it all. <laughs> and I have to be honest, I was a little disappointed in the movie oh. because I feel like it got really hyped for me. And I was yeah. like, Oh my God, this is, if they're doing this much for merchandise, this movie is going to be yeah. so good. I, not that I still give it an A plus. I just, I'm a big little mermaid fan. So I, I was very harsh with my critiques, but my only worry, worry with the Barbie thing is that they're doing the kind of the same thing where they're rolling yeah. out all this merch ahead of time. And I'm like, Oh gosh, I'm building my expectations. Like, Hello, like I I just got it yesterday. <laughs> Margot Robbie's on the cover of yeah. Vogue promoting the movie, and so yeah. I just I, I I just hope it's not another situation like that. But I'm I'm very looking forward to it being like a a movie for adults. I don't think yeah. kids are going to enjoy this movie. Yeah. They might, they might. I I just saw that they put out the rating. It's PG thirteen, which yeah. makes sense. But yeah. I think a lot of the humor is going to resonate with people who grew up with Barbie, and I don't right. think the younger audience has really had the same experience that we have right. had. Yeah. So I think it's going to be. I mean, for all of us, I think whether the movie is good or not, I think it's going to give us all very nostalgic vibes the whole yeah. time, and I think it's. At least aesthetically, it's going to be very, very good. So yeah. there's that. It looks amazing. Did you see they had Margot Robbie did like a, a tour of Barbie Land? Have you seen that? Oh, yes. my God. I want that, that model of, oh, God, I wish I could have that. The little miniature of Barbie Land. I would love yes. that. <laughs> I, I, and I love, I love how they're sticking with like the real Barbie aesthetic, like in her fridge, how it's like just, yeah. <laughs> you know, like a picture <laughs> of, of soda and pickles and all that stuff. I love it. I think it's going to so be fun. so fun. Did you see where they talk Inch living in the treehouse with Skipper? Uh-uh. 
Yeah, I was like, okay. So I don't know what role Midge is going to end up playing in this movie, but apparently she's relegated to, it's Chelsea's Treehouse. I don't know why. It says outside Historical Landmark 1985, but Chelsea's Treehouse is from 2018, I think. Uh-oh. So I don't know why they said that, but Skipper and Midge are apparently living there. So I'm not sure how that's going to play into it. But I, all I could think of was, oh, because they're not Barbies, they don't get to live in the dream house. I don't know. We, have, <laughs> so we don't we'll, know. We'll have to wait and see how that plays out. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just so excited, and I love how they've been in, you know, with the advertising, using lots of old school characters. Even Alan got like an ad yes, for it. I'm so, so excited for Alan. <laughs> that's gonna be great. Um, I, I'm very excited. So, Laura, thank you so much for talking with me today. This was so cool. It was just fun to learn about Midge. I think Barbie's friends are super underrated, and I don't yes. think that they're as you know as popular as they were when we were kids. I feel yeah, like it used yeah. to always be Barbie and her friends. And now everything is just kind of Barbie. So it's yeah. so nice to talk to you and just get, get a little more insight on Barbie's original best friend, but please tell me where can people find you on social media? Um, I'm on, I, I have a Facebook, but I don't really use it. <laughs> so the best place to find me <laughs> is on Instagram at midgefan 73 That's my, my handle on there. <laughs> Perfect. Well, again, thank you so much for being here. I really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. I love getting to talk about Midge, so that made yes, me happy. So great. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> You're welcome. We'll keep in touch. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so that was my interview with Laura. Oh my gosh, Laura is so cute. She has the best energy ever. And I honestly learned so much about Midge. I hope you guys did too. I really enjoyed it. And I did want to add in here, I know I kept mentioning the whole time pretty much that I really, really wanted to get that jewel hair mermaid Barbie Midge version. And I am so excited to tell you guys that I did end up getting it. She just arrived a couple days ago. She is just as beautiful in person as she is as I've seen her on the internet for all these years and so I'm so so excited to finally have her and I also ordered Teresa so no big deal very excited about it but my next interview is with Henry and like I told you guys in the intro he runs the Instagram account wonderful world of Alan and you guys have to check it out he rebodied his classic Alan doll and kind of modernized it and does all this amazing photography there's so much scenery even some 420 friendly fun and you guys for sure need to check it out this interview is a little bit shorter alan is a a pretty i mean underrated and just not really kept up with icon of the barbie universe i wish he had more attention it was so exciting for me to find Henry's page because I was looking for someone to specifically talk about Alan with and unfortunately there's just not a whole ton of information about him like there would be for Ken or Barbie or some of her friends but uh, I had a great time talking with Henry please check out his Instagram wonderful world of Alan and also Alan is a character in the new Barbie movie so he's definitely going to have a little bit of a renaissance and I'm super excited about it but here's my interview with Henry all about Alan. All right, everyone. Today I have Henry on the show, and Henry runs an awesome Instagram account based all on the Barbie character Alan. It is the wonderful world of Alan. So, Henry, thank you so much for being here today. Give me a little background on yourself. Hi, thank you so much for having me. A uh, little background on me. I'm from Rochester, New York, upstate. I'm an actor and an artist, and I love to craft. So, I just got off a contract with Paw Patrol Live. I was touring the country 
And now I'm uh, back in upstate New York and I'm ready to focus more on Alan because I have some downtime. Wow, that's so cool. I did not know that beforehand. Very nice. So like uh, Paw Patrol, I know what that is. I used to work at a preschool. So, I mean, I, I assume it's just a, a, a like a show based off of the TV show. Is that kind of correct? Yep. A musical, just like any of the TV episodes. And we take it all around the country. We just got back from Hawaii. We were in three weeks in Hawaii. And now I'm off contract, just waiting for more work. Wow, and that's amazing. With- yeah. Very cool. So what is it about Alan dolls that captured your attention? Well, I've always been fascinated with miniatures since I was very, very young. Uh, uh, my first dollhouse I had when I was five years old was a uh, little tykes. Uh, what was it called? The Grand Mansion. So it was really a really large dollhouse. And I've been filling that with just one, uh, with one twelfth scale miniatures forever. And it wasn't until the pandemic when I decided that I was really going to bite the bullet and get a Ken doll. I started shopping for I wanted an original Ken doll that I could collect the vintage fashions for. And that's when I discovered Alan because, you know, it was pandemic and I was just constantly looking at my phone, had nothing else to do. And that's when I discovered Alan and started uh, really delving into like the history of all the characters and the Barbie and friends. Um, and I just thought, wow, he's so much cuter than Ken. I think I'm going to go with Alan. So that was the start of that. Uh, as soon as I got him, I kind of, realize that the original dolls are hardly poseable at all. They have five joints, the head, the arms, and the legs. So I decided I was going to body swap him because I'd seen some other people do that with vintage dolls, and they just have so much more expression in their bodies and their poses. So I cut his head off, and I put it on a new Ken doll, a 167 wheelchair Ken. And uh, luckily, the internet has been really responsive. seems like people really like to see Alan on a more buff body. His old body was kind of like a teenager, very stick-thin. And uh, I think he just fills out the clothes better. He looks better with all of the stuff. And yeah, just been obsessed with Alan ever since. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't, I I, I know of Alan. I don't have an Alan doll, which is crazy because I am a crazy Barbie collector. I need to get one, but I don't know. I don't know much about him. So do you know, like, what what is Alan's story? Um, Alan was released in 1964 as Ken's buddy and Midge's boyfriend with the intent that he was going to share Ken's clothes So he was just a friend, just there for a very quick two years before he was discontinued. The reason that his name is Alan uh, is because Ruth Handler, who named Barbie after her own daughter and Ken after her own son, named Alan after Barbie's husband, Alan. And two years into Alan being released in 1964, they separated. So Alan was off the market and he didn't make it past... um, one more iteration where he had bendy legs and he was released with his multicolored shirt originally, but bendy legs, he had a red shirt with a multicolored stripe and that was sort of his brand. And that's really all Alan is outside of a couple other, other iterations that they'd released since then that I'm not even sure are really the same character. Uh, they did a wedding play set in 1991 where he married Midge. And then mm. uh, Again, for the Happy Family, which is the infamous pregnant Midge, he was released with a stroller and a baby. And then from then on, you don't see him again. But I'm not even sure that that's really Alan because he was released with a different spelling. Alan's name is spelled A-L-L-A-N. And this Alan is just A-L-A-N. So who knows if that's really Alan? I'm not sure. But uh, people will consider, oh, that's his hair's kind of brownish red. Maybe that's him. I'm not sure myself. There's also the... of the original dolls, which I think are really easy to spot in the eyes. They face forward instead of to the side. 
So it's sort of like this Stepford Wife version of Alan to me because it just doesn't look exactly like the regular doll. My own take on it, I think that they're just the robot version of the regular Alan. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I do recall, I mean, that that Midge Happy Family set is so iconic just because, you know, got pulled from stores and was just such a big controversy. But um, I, I didn't remember that there was an Alan involved in that. So, yeah, he he's Midge's boyfriend. They get married. And I, I know that they're the only, like, I think, married characters in the Barbie universe so that's pretty interesting and obviously his very iconic like multicolored shirt uh everyone knows that if you're into barbie so that's very cool i gotta get one and um they're just a little bit pricey um but i'm it's definitely on my list so what is i I, do you have multiple allen dolls or do you just have your one allen doll that you dress up in different outfits what's the deal with that I did buy my original Alan doll. I was too scared to rebody him. So I bought another one that had a really good body or no, a really good head. And his, I think his body was a little bit messy and it didn't matter because I didn't need the body. So I cut the head off of that one. So I do have like maybe three other dolls in my closet, but I only work with Alan. I work with this one doll who's posable and works with all of my stuff. Uh, I do have a Ken doll that I'll use as kind of a mannequin if regular Alan is busy and I need to <laughs> fit something on or if I'm, uh, you know, making clothes, I'll just use him as a mannequin. But I don't work with any other dolls. Oh, very cool. That, no, that's that's totally understandable. And then, like you said, you had to re- kind of reconstruct him to get him onto that posable body, isn't it? Just like amazing what you can learn on the internet and how to do all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And there's so many people that responded to, I just posted a video of myself doing it. Like, well, people have been asking and thousands of people are like, wow, what are you doing? I've never seen this before. It wasn't my idea. But I guess I'm just one of the only people who made a video. There's so much out there that you can absolutely just learn by scrolling. Oh, yeah. That's definitely how I do most of my when I'm retouching my Barbies. I just got to look it up online and see how to do that kind of stuff. So how many do you know, like how many different Allens they released? Was it just the one like I know we talked about he came back in like 1991, but when the Allen doll came out, did he just come in one outfit or did they have multiple Allen dolls? Or I guess you said something about Ken's fashion. He could fit into all the clothes. So what's what's up with that? Yeah. So he came in the multicolored shirt, blue trunks and blue sandals. And then and that was how all of the dolls were released in like a bathing outfit. And then you would buy the outfits for them. So that's all he ever had that was just for him. And then the bendy leg Allen, it says Allen in the tag. Um, but those were the only two outfits that were released specifically for him. He does have a case that um, was made only in France that I've just gotten my hands on. Um, it, it's really rare. I don't know how many were made, but I don't see them at flea markets. I don't see them in antique stores or online, really. It's really rare that they're even around. Um, but I found some, just like, just like you said, it's so easy to meet somebody online. I said, oh, I'd love that. And somebody said, I've got one for sale. And I had it shipped from, I think it was from France. Oh, wow. That's very cool. Things that are just made specifically for him. Yeah, he seems like kind of one of a, a more lower key character in the Barbie universe. But he's still really iconic. Like, I definitely, I've definitely been aware of Alan. I see him in tons of books and all that stuff. So that's really interesting. And then, like you said, he they marketed him to people by saying that he could fit into Ken's clothes, which is really smart because, I mean, especially, you know, back then, you know, parents weren't 
I I think parents were a lot less willing to go buy their kid, you know, seven different Allen dolls because he had a different outfit. And so them using the ploy of, you know, well, he can, you can buy him and you don't even have to buy him any new clothes because he can fit into all of Ken's clothes is actually very, very smart. It was, it was really clever. And they did the same thing with Midge that she could just fit everything that Barbie wore and be the best friend all dates. I think that was also part of the marketing ploy. When did you say he was discontinued the first time? 66. Okay, 1966. So he was only on the market for two years. Oh, wow. That's so quick. I always thought if I ever saw an Ellen, I just thought it was another version of Ken that I didn't recognize. But now we know. Do you think, so right now Mattel Creations is doing, Do I, I assume you know what Mattel Creations is. So right now they're doing re-releases of, you know, Barbie, her friends, Ken. And so they just did Midge. Do you think they're going to do Alan? I feel like they should. I think that would be really exciting. Uh, and I haven't heard anything about it, obviously, but I now that Alan is in the Barbie movie, I feel like that could spark a whole new line of fans for him. I mean, I went crazy when I saw Michael Sierra in the Allen shirt. I'm like, this is going to be huge for Allen. Everyone's going to know who he is from now on. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I have that on my list of things of t- to talk about. So we'll get to that in just a second. But before we talk about the Barbie movie, because, I mean, that is such a major thing that's happening. Do you collect any other types of dolls or Barbies? No, I have lots of collections. Not dolls, not Barbies. But most of my collection is for Allen. It's furniture. It's tiny little accessories. Uh but all on a one-six scale. I collected one-twelfth things for dollhouses for a long, long time. I have an enormous Wizard of Oz collection that's just sitting in a box. I have to pull that out someday just to look at it and be proud of it. But I've collected that since I was a little boy. Very cool. So you have just tons and tons of stuff for Alan. I love that. Because I, I he hasn't even come up yet as I've been talking to people about Barbie and all that stuff. So I was really excited to talk to you because, first of all, your account is so unique. And I assume you just got the idea to do that just because you you love the Alan doll. And I, I just I love how how specific your content is about Alan. I just think it looks, it looks great. It's really cool. I love how you modernize him and you change him up all the time. I love the post you put about him on like 420. I thought that was so creative. I love it. He had a little, a little piece. I loved it. So my next question is what is the last, I guess we'll say piece that you purchased for Alan. The last thing that I got for him was the case, the case from France that's just for Alan and his bathroom set, which I actually, I found a Fleur doll bathroom set for anyone who doesn't know, Fleur is Cindy, the Cindy doll's cousin from, I think, Dutch, uh, the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So I saw this bathroom and I thought this is the grooviest thing I've ever seen. And that's really my vibe for Alan. I want him to live in a mid-century world. Things are kind of funky, still living in uh, like, mid-60s is where I set him. So this bathroom is the coolest thing I've ever owned and probably the most expensive thing that I have bought for him. But I thought it was so worth it. And I had it shipped from the Netherlands uh, just for Alan. And pretty soon I'm going to start work on, start kicking it off from scratch. And I want it to look like something you'd see kind of up in the East Coast mountains, something very mid-century with a lot of natural elements, wood and stone and cork. And I'm just so excited to stick all of this stuff in one big spot so it's not up on the wall now. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. That's I I, I love the way you're doing things. That's very cool. It's very unique. And <laughs> that's all I can say. I just I, the content you do is really, really, really cool. 
And then are there any like grailed? Well, my question is usually for my guests, are there any grailed dolls on your list? What is something you don't have for Alan yet that you really want to get? Well, the house is really what I'm focusing on now. There are little things that I just see that like, oh, I would love to have that. Um, I saw this bar cart that it was like, I don't know, over a hundred dollars. And I thought, oh, this is so tiny, what a tiny little thing. But Alan likes to drink. So I think he should have a bar cart. I do have a few stand-ins. I have a hotel trolley, the bar cart that goes with the airport, with the plane set from the seventies. So those would be stand-ins, but that's there's this wire metal bar cart that came out with some Barbie set. That thought, oh, that's definitely, that's for him. That's amazing. I love that. And <laughs> like I said, everyone listening, you need to go check out the wonderful world of Alan Instagram. It is so cool what Henry does with this doll and just the sceneries and the setups are just amazing. So just one, one more thing. Like it looks like we said, it looks like Alan is going to have a part in the new Barbie movie. Are you looking forward to it? What are your expectations? What do you think his role is going to be? Are you excited for the movie in general? What are your thoughts on that? A Barbie movie looks pretty much like one of the weirdest things that Mattel could have put their stamp on. It sounds like it's definitely for our generation. It looks like it's millennials and older. And if kids love it, then that's great too, but it looks really strange. I think it's crazy they're even including Alan because people don't know who he is. But then like, that's really for us, for collectors to be, because we knew right away, you saw the shirt. Oh, that's Alan. Um, I think it's great that he's in it. Michael Cera, that's a really odd choice, but go for it. I haven't seen him in a few years, so I'll be excited just to see what he brings to the table. Um, the newest trailer that was released just a few days ago, there was just another shot of him in the car with it. So you know he's actually in it for more than a second. So that's really exciting. Uh, I, I can't wait to see it. I think it's just going to be a lot of fun no matter what. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm interested to see kind of how the plot plays out because I, I still don't fully understand it. I think they're... Uh... They're keeping the plot pretty like under wraps, like even with like the teaser trailer and then the newest trailer, like we sort of get an idea of what's going on, but even still not really. So, yeah, I'm, I'm super interested to see how it all plays out and how all the characters are going to, you know, be involved in the movie. I think Midge is going to pregnant Midge is in the movie, too, and. Lots of iconic looks, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see what they do with that. And yes, I'm so excited for Alan to have his moment, and I got to get one as soon as possible. Maybe I'll just bite the bullet and buy one today. I don't know. I just don't have one. They go on Etsy for not too, too much, if you really look. Etsy and eBay is where I found mine. Yeah, and I'll have to do a rebody and everything, too, because, yeah, those those classic Barbies, really, they're just, like, so stiff and... The thing, I mean, it's amazing what you can do with these dolls when you just when you literally just change their body to the, to the updated made to move stuff. It's incredible. So, Henry, thank you so much for being here today. Can you tell everyone where to find you on social media? Thank you for having me on uh, my social media. You can find Alan at Wonderful World of Alan on Instagram. That's A L L A N. The original spelling, not the new spelling. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Everyone, check out the Barbie movie that comes out in July. And make sure you all get an Alan doll because he is iconic. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. So those are my interviews with Laura and Henry. Guys, please, please check them out on Instagram 
at MidgeFan73 and at Wonderful World of Alan, Laura, Henry. Thank you guys again so much for being on the show. I learned so much. I I love talking about Barbie, but I really love diving into, you know, not only her history, but, you know, her backstory about her friends and all that fun stuff. So thank you guys. I loved it. Like I said, I've got a few more Barbie-related episodes coming out this month. I'm going to try and do a review of the movie. I'm going to try and see it opening night, uh, crossing my fingers I can. And I have a few more Barbie-related episodes coming out to kind of celebrate the movie and just all of our passion for Barbie. So look out for that. I did want to mention that I will be off for the month of August. I am definitely doing so much with my full-time job right now that I need a little bit of time to gather stuff for the next set of episodes. So I will be off in August. I have something special coming for you guys in September, which I'm really excited about. And then I will announce new episodes as soon as I have them booked and recorded and ready to go. So look out for that. Please follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls or Iconic Dollcast. Leave me a five-star review and I'll talk with you guys next time. (laughs) 